just to set the background for you a little bit, I was on the bus the other day ago and I got involved in, a, in an altercation and in an intense moment. Now, there wasn't any, there was, there was, there was no fist fights going on, but I was involved in the most geeky, weird, bizarre topic possible about the concept of time. This person that I was with on the bus, he says that time does not exist. I thought he was out of his mind. So we went back and forth, but the argument wasn't really going anywhere. But that conversation stayed with me. I always thought about writing and producing an episode like this. And then I finally figured out how to do it. So without further ado, here's the show. By the way, this episode is a little bit trippy. It does things that I am still... I'm still trying to catch up mentally. Okay, space lady, start the show. Greetings to all sentient life forms in the universe. Welcome to Poetic Earthlings, a show that will provoke, inspire, and alter your perception. Remember to rate and review our show on Apple Podcast and other interstellar platforms. Here's your host from a remote location south of the 49th parallel, York Campbell. Albert Einstein, with his theory of relativity, used time to build a new body of universal law. He enabled man to embark at last on the total adventure. So the question, can you go back in time to change something? That's not even the right question. Once you see your entire timeline, you are always being born. You're always dying. You're always in school. You're always asleep. You're always brushing your teeth. These things are always happening, and you just access them at will. Can you imagine still be working as much as I am at 91 years old? Betty, I've never... credit for that. I didn't do anything to get to be 91. It just happened. (laughs) Betty White has been making us laugh for decades with her infectious smile, naive charm, and magnetic personality. She's America's golden girl, a living icon. At 96, she's still in her prime. Scientists are theorizing space-time, looking for clues of how we can move forward or backwards. It was Einstein who challenged the notion of fixed time. It was Hawking's who viewed time as an arrow that progresses and eventually recoils. News media produces eulogies while the actors are still alive. As soon as they flatline, they hit play. I'm sure they have Betty White on cue. Fox and CNN are waiting for the green light. I know, it sounds morbid, but they have no time to scramble and put footage together. If a network delays, it shows in their ratings. It's theoretically possible to build a time machine 
All we need is a trillion dollars and the power of the star. Eventually we'll get there and turn science fiction into fact. Betty White lived through the Great Depression, survived World War II, and saw the birth of the Internet. Her arrow of time surpassed James Dean and Gene Kelly. She even outlived Tupac and Biggie. Hopefully, she lives long enough to read this. If we scrape together a trillion dollars and harness the power of a star, we could go back to 1922 and hold Betty in our arms, whisper in her ear the amazing plans for her future. There's no time. There's no time. You gotta get out. Well, we begin tonight with breaking news. A late afternoon head-on crash took place today on Route 422. It happened late this afternoon near the state line in Pulaski Township, Pennsylvania. At this point, we know there are confirmed at least two fatalities. Reporter Natalie Jovanovich is on the scene of the accident. A new school year brings events on and off campus to give college and university students a chance to mingle. A lot of those first-year students have also just reached legal drinking age, but some already have experience with binge drinking, which is considered four to five drinks in a two-hour period. I did once and I'll never do it again, and it was not fun. I'm not here just for academics. here just for academics. I try to have a good time as well. I think after Frost Week, everyone's going to buckle down. And it's not going to be about partying. It's about school. I've been drinking. Um, it is a problem, especially during these first few weeks of school. Tears that fell to the soil returned to the eyes of the loved ones, along with the rain as a journey to the clouds. Pastor's words in reverse, his Bible closed and placed under vest. Jeremy's Mustang dislodged from the pole, blood and alcohol reassembled from the windshield. Cars zigzagged backwards to the late night pub, celebrating his 18th on a drinking binge. Decisions were weighed, drive sober or drunk. If he could rewind his life, would he be alive to see today? There's no time. There's no time. So this is called the hour hand. It shows the hour. And this is called the minute hand. The shorter hand is the hour hand and the longer hand is the minute hand. Young Chuck Norris posted to an office cubicle. Maybe a gust of wind picked it up from the dust bowl, blew it into the office window, and stapled it on the cork board. But the chances of this is one in a billion. 
so it must be deliberate. Someone took their time to download a picture, print it, and placed thumbtacks on four corners. I guess Chuck still lives on in people's hearts, even if most of the world moved on. Clean marble face, polished muscles, hair dark and thick. Chuck was immortalized. That's what we do with our childhood heroes. We place our sweaty palms on the minute hand, trying to stop time. We capture a photo of them in their prime and place it on our cubicles. If I was single, I would have Linda Carter poster in my bedroom and get lost in her flawless skin and deep, piercing eyes. I guess it's hard to stomach our gods with wrinkles on menopause and depends and wearing bifocals. It doesn't make for sexy posters. We would rather keep them in a bubble and pretend time doesn't exist. There's no time. There's no time. You gotta get out. Our time is personal to us. This is what Einstein had discovered. There's no such thing as absolute time. Now, why don't we notice this in everyday life? It's because the amount by which time slowed down for Jim was minuscule because the speed he was traveling was so small compared to the speed of light. But if we'd have sent Jim off in a rocket, would you like that? A rocket flying out into space. Let's say that we catapulted Jim off at 99.94% the speed of light for five years, according to his watch. Then we tell Jim to turn around, come back. It takes another five years to get back to the Earth. So for him, the journey would take 10 years. But for us, with our watches ticking faster than Jim's, 29 years would have passed. Jim would return in 2042, having aged only 10 years. It's a real effect, he'd be a time traveler. Time travel into the future is possible. around, it would be 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock.
The soft, thin skin on her elbows ripped when they moved her. The nurses took care, but there was nothing they could do. Government cutbacks took away the firm, padded beds. The medication that would extend her life was too costly to supplement. Ninety years on this earth. She is now treated as an expense. Her golden years is spent sipping coffee from a straw. Against all odds, she refuses to die. She keeps going, despite her doctor's grim reports and the silent wicked prayer for her demise. She takes in the precious air supplied by the oxygen tank. She looks through her good eye and praises her maker for the gift of life. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0.